This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Welcome to Praise Sanctuary. Let's do our Bible reading this morning while standing. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. The Bible says, now concerning spiritual gifts. Now, if your Bible is original, that gift will be in brackets or it will be italicized, meaning that it was not there originally. So what Paul was saying was concerning the spiritual. Concerning spiritual. So they put gift for better understanding. So concerning spiritual, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. That means it's possible to be ignorant of spiritual things. So the Bible says that you should not be ignorant of spiritual things. It said you were idols. Now verse 3. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calling Jesus, call, call Jesus a cause and that no man can say Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Next verse. Now this is where we are going. Now note this. Now there are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. Next verse. And there are differences of administration but the same Lord. There are diversities of gifts but the same Spirit. Differences of administration but the same Lord. Next verse. And there are diversities of operation meaning that even the gifts don't operate the same way. Okay? But the same God that worketh in all, next verse, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. Everybody say every man. So that means everyone has got something. Next verse. For one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, to another by the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gift of healing by the same Spirit, to another workings of miracle, to another prophet, to another design of spirit, to another uh, diverse kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. You can have your seat. God bless you this morning. Hallelujah. I will just read a verse of the scripture that I think we should read together. That's, and that should be Luke 14, 23. Luke 14, 23. Luke chapter 14, verse 23. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go unto the highways and edges and compel them in to come in that my house might be filled is the prophetic instruction for everyone this morning that my house might be filled so he said that my house must be filled the responsibility of filling up the house of God belongs to everybody now let me let me let me just say, say it's as simple as if everyone here this morning invites a person next week, then we will get more than the half of the wall. And if we do that next week, we'll feel it's as simple as that, without any program. But you see, the way it works is that very many people will not do it. It's true. That's part of the reason I want to talk about what I want to talk about this morning. In another way, to bless you. But it's just to call everybody to know that the house of God is so that everyone has got something to offer. And you have to do your part. Praise the Lord. 
This is very important. The way I'm going to speak, what I want to share with you this morning, I believe will bless a lot of people. What I want us to pay attention, remember what I just said, he said my house must be filled. But there is no effective way that is more effective than word of mouth than what you can do. Billboards don't talk. They don't share experiences. We do. They don't show character of a Christian. You do. In your offices. Is that clear? Hallelujah. You see, many people in Lagos still know, they don't know we are here. We are going to do some advert, but you are the strongest advance. Yeah, it is true. Praise the Lord. Okay, let's read uh, this Bible passage. You understand why I'm reading this in a while? Because I want to talk about something that I started with on Wednesday, which I call shape. I want to explain to you that you there's so much in you, and I want to help you to recognize the gift that you have and how you can serve God better as a Christian. So, Apostle Paul started. Number one thing I want to point out this morning is, it is not exactly accurate that there are nine gifts of the Spirit. All of us have said so in the past. There are more than nine gifts of the Spirit, but there are nine gifts of the Spirit listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. So, Paul started by saying that there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. Then he said that there are different types of administration. Then he said there are different types of operation. So three differences. Different gifts, different administration. That means different things governing the gift and then different operations. So somebody, two people having the gift of healing will not heal people the same way because there are diversities of operation. That means the gifts don't have a particular way they operate. They operate in different ways and your personality will affect how the gift will manifest through you. When an introvert and an extrovert, they are anointed to be evangelists, they will not evangelize the same way. But they will both evangelize. So there are diversities of operation. But the Bible is saying the same Lord so that is, so Paul already started by introducing the subject, but by saying that there are different types of gifts, but I want to give you nine as an example. Why am I talking about this this morning? The moment Christians cannot find their expression in any of the nine, they think that they don't have any spiritual gifts. That is the first lie I'm debunking this morning. It's not true. So we got to a particular place on Wednesday, which we'll get to in a while. Are you following me? Did you get that? Remember that I said that the manifestation is given to how many? So everyone that is born again has a spiritual gift, even though at times it might not be one of the listed nine. That is point one I wanted to get this morning. The second point is that one gift is not superior to another. Say amen. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, one is not spiritual to another. But I want to call your attention to something. And this is where we are going this morning. Psalm 139. Let's start from verse 15. Psalm 139 from verse 15. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth. Verse 16. Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, 
In thy book, all my members were riffing. In continents were fashioned. When as at yet there was none of them. What, what, what is this guy saying there? Everything about me. So God has a book. And every part of you. Every part is written in that book. And it says this has taken place even before you were born. Jeremiah 1. One of the things I want to do this morning is to let the body of Christ know as many of you who are listening to me. In the church of Jesus Christ, the greater giants are the ones who sit down who do nothing. Partly because we preachers have always told them that if you don't function one of the night, night gifts of the spirit, you are not. But I want to show this morning that ministry takes place more than inside the church. And everybody has got a part to play. So Jeremiah confirmed this Psalm 139. Look how Jeremiah said it. Before I formed thee, this is God talking to Jeremiah. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. How can you know somebody that you have not created? That's why he's almighty. And he said that, before thou comest forth out of thy mother's womb, I sanctify thee and ordain thee a prophet unto nations. Wow. He said before I formed thee. Does it mean God creates roles and he sends people to play that role, those roles? Does it mean God creates scripts? As, do, are you aware that if you are married for the first two, three years and you don't yet have a child, the script might be that in the fifth year, if you have two girls or you have two boys, as I, I, I wanted to begin to let it occur to you that probably the script of your life is different from that of any other person. So he said to Jeremiah that, see, before I formed you, I already ordained you to be a prophet. So I chose somebody or I had a script that somebody will be a prophet and then I formed Jeremiah for that purpose. About some nights ago, I was telling somebody here. So, I was, in the night, I was just watching. I just went praying. And I opened Facebook and I saw something very wonderful. A video by a Ghanaian pastor. Oh, he brought tears. You can't watch. I said, I will post something. You can't watch it and not cry. I think uh, Bernard something. He was preaching to some whites and was telling the story of his life. You know, how, he, when he was young, how, uh, the, you know, the, the, the mom had uh, uh, nine siblings, five medical doctors and four engineers. All the five medical doctors died in one day. In the same year, the four engineers followed. In the same year. So the mom went into, I mean, she became a prostitute. Now, he was just, he was old. And then the mother had about six or so. All the children died except him. He said, I think Ghanaian newspaper reported that family. Because it's very popular in Ghana. An unusual tragedy. And he grew up. So the mom became a prostitute. And it was just about four or five. But the worst part was that men would come and have sex with the mom. And it would be, it would be there. And at times, some people will pay that there will be more than one man at a time. So they will wound her and she will be cleaning up her mom. When she was saying, the, the, the child wouldn't take it again. I mean, imagine that kind of thing. And the situation could from one place to another. They became a maid in a jam. He mentioned the name of the German man. He was, he was an expert in Ghana, a popular German. And they were the, they were the maids for, to the man. And the man will come. He put them in his garage. 
and he will come in the night, leave his wife on top to come and rape the mother, and he will beat her out, and he will tell the boy that if I open the other door, my wife will hear the sound. So stay here. So the boy was there. So he saw it all until he had to run away. But see, the part that touched me most, the only time he ever, he was with a man, and this, this is what bothers me when people say he was with a man. The man will go to church with his two boys. They will go and throw away food rather than give him food. Or from that jam, they were living with somebody. The same story. He learned how to read and write by peeping through the door hole. When the teacher would come and teach the man's two boys lessons in the evening. And he knew better. One day the man caught him watching. And he beat the la- And then he wanted to taunt him. And he said, what is the opposite of what pastors of go? And he told the man. And the man stopped beating and wow. And he said, from today, when they come and do lessons, join them. That was how he schooled himself. Until there was an entrance examination. It's a long story. A pathetic story. But you see, along the line, he met a woman. And the woman said to him, she saw him at the garage, she was working for some people, and then she brought him. A very wealthy woman. And then the woman showed him the prophecy she received. That God told her that she was not going to have a biological son. But that I will give you a son one day. And God told him, Bernard, you will take care of the boy for me. When the woman located him and sent him to proper school and everything was going fine, then they came to call him in school and the woman was dying. And he hated God. That ah, He said, even the one that is. But the woman told him something before he died. I have done what Jesus sent me to the world to do. He told me as a young lady that one day I will see a boy, Bernard, and I'm to take care of the boy. He said, so my reward is waiting for me. And then we said, I can see the face of my master now. I've done my part. And she left. But you know, that is different from how we want to pray that somebody should have a child. Of course, God will bless everyone that desires God for one, that, that desires one. I'm, I'm just saying that sometimes scripts. So that woman played that role. Now, why are we looking at this this morning? Because there are many mighty people in the church who are sleeping and the greatest mission is in their hands. So I want to explain this morning how do we get into these things? So there are scripts, understand. And then God has called you to fulfill. So how do you know your role? So by the time I begin to talk about tongues and interpretation, you are going to discover that only few people will have the nine gifts listed in the Bible. At times, some of them might operate through you, but it might not be on that regular basis like that. So later in that same chapter, Paul talked about other gifts like administration and the rest. So it is not nine. Just get that one. But there's an acronym I want to give us this morning, which I told them on Wednesday. They will help you understand the uniqueness of God's workings in your life. So everyone has an assignment. Everyone has a ministry. But how do you know? Everybody say shape. Write it down. Say shape. I copy this from requiring. So write it down. Say shape. It will bless you. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Amen. So we are going to go back from time to time to that Psalm 139 from that, from that 15 that we read. We, read, we are going to do 15 and 16. All your parts are written. So where you live in Lagos now, it has been written. And the Bible is saying that there are parts that are yet to be formed. So God actually predetermined your, your, your temperament. Oh, see this is what grips me. Some of the people who speak against churches, probably have a great responsibility 
They should have stayed in churches and helped to rebuild. Church does not belong to any man, it belongs to Jesus. Yesterday I spoke and led to workers about the fact that stories fly. And if you are not a worker, hear me very well. Stories fly in churches and those stories are not true. I gave two examples that I cannot give here for some reasons. Stories fly. See, there is somebody called Lucifer. He is not dead. He's alive. No, we need to say it to some Christians. Because sometimes somebody comes to tell you something about somebody, you believe it without even giving the person a chance. And asking, things might not, things might look like they are true, but they are not true. That's why the Bible encourages that whatever you, go and meet the person and find out what is going on. It is true. So one day we had a meeting. I gave an example one time. Somebody had called me. She caught her hand. And I said, and the husband, and that's how they were in the hospital. And they still told me that, you know what, that meeting you call for, we want to make it, we are going to be there. But I said, we'll be 30 minutes late. They called three hours to the meeting, and I said, no problem. Now, in that same somebody might come late, and I said, please, we are late, go back. And the person will see them walking in. You will accuse me of partiality. Except that I am approaching. Why go to work out in the afternoon? Pastor, I noticed that I came 10 minutes late. You told me to go back. They came 30 minutes late, but you allowed them to come in. And I would have explained to you. It would have dissolved the doubt in your hearts. Yesterday, I woke up and I told them, I killed the culture of assumption without asking the person what is really going on. There's nobody in each other that you cannot walk up to to ask a question. Not even me. There's nobody. So why don't you why always, always ask something? A worker, a fellow worker, you will see a worker. So why, why don't you ask first of all? It's important. Because this is the other side of it. What also makes people to stand and move. You know. <laughs> anyway, that's not my concentration this morning. But I'm just saying that because when people are working together as workers, it is very easy for ants to grow weak when there are many gossips flying around. And you don't even know that most of those things are not. When people are angry, when they're emotional, when they don't like something, they, they misrepresent the truth many times. Hallelujah. Okay, so are, are you following me? Say shape. So write it down. <laughs> Hallelujah. The first thing you need to know is spiritual gifts. Everybody say that is the S in the shape. Spiritual gifts. I think I will come back to that last. I will come to that. I'll make that last because I want to explain others. Number two, the H that is there, which represents your hearts. Number three, the A that is there, that talks about your abilities. The P that is there, that talks about your personality. And the E that is there, that talks about your experiences. The most effective people on the face of the earth are the people, the states, when you are in a state when your heart, which is your passion, what you are passionate about, fits into your ability and it resonates with your personality and then with your experience. When you are a, uh, you are so passionate about defending the defenseless. You are passionate about it. That's your heart. Amen. And then, you have the gifts. You have oratory power. Ability. 
And then you are the person that is loud on some things. You stand your ground, your personality. And then you are now studying law or you are studying law as an experience. Nobody will, you will be, nobody will be able to stop you. Maybe we might not get, get there today. How these things can clash at times, except to carefully let them align. So everybody that is under the sound of my voice here, let's start with the age. I said we will leave the spiritual gift last. Let's start with the age, your hearts. There is something you are passionate about. If you go back to Psalm 139, that passion did not come as an accident. That passion was created by God. You are passionate about something. When they mention certain other matters, you are not really concerned. But there is something that when they are talking about it, it brings out the best or the worst. It touches you, you personalize it. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Did you get what I've just said now? So, that is the beginning of recognizing what you are sent into this world for. What are you passionate about? Sometimes you begin to discover as you pray more and as you observe that there is just something that you cannot get away from if it is that matter. You can do anything for free when it comes to that matter. Your passion. Number two, are you, are you following me? Your ability, natural talents are not against spiritual gifts. They run on it. Your abilities, everyone, you have some, see, naturally, some people, when it comes to physical stuff, like sports, you will know, see, one day, the great Pele, he said he was playing with some boys. He did not even know he would be playing for Brazil as a young boy. And he was dribbling, 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 dribbling and they were all falling down. And he was taunting them and laughing. And his father came out. And his father said, Pele, come. He said it when they were awarding him about four years ago again. He said, the father said, come. Thank God he said the point. He said, the father said that whatever ability you have in terms of football came from God. You did not train better than other, other children. The, the sincere truth is this. When it comes to an ability that you have, of course, you will need to train yourself. But if you train for two hours and someone that does not have the ability should train for two hours, you will go ahead of the person. If you take Michael Jordan for instance, some of them were privileged to be doing a sport that is in the area of the ability. You can't train yourself to become like Jordan. Messi's brother said that even as a small boy, if you gave him a gift on his birthday and it was not football, he would reject it as a small boy. He said at the point he had like seven to eleven footballs in his house in his on his bed that he was sleeping and waking up with ability. Some have unusual ability when some people you think mathematically, and like one man of God once said, you get angry when the rest of us don't know calculus. You just you just can't do that. Why can't you know it? I don't understand what I'm saying. There are people in school, once it is math, it is very easy for you. It's like your brain works like a computer. Before the teacher starts, you already understand. Well, there are some students who will come and say that, oh, when I was in school, I hated mathematics. I used to look at further maths, how they work equation for two pages. I'm like, kilo, kilo, letoi. 
What is the answer? No, 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 start on page one. You know, most of, and I, I will never forget, you know, Jari Oyeniro, he was like actually the best student of the year in UI. He was my head boy in secondary school. So one day we're in school. For me, it must have been the reason why I can quote a lot of scriptures. Honestly, if I read something and there's no calculation in it, if it is notes, it's this. By the time I was in SS2, all the things I had to do with notes, GCI I wrote in SS2, I already passed them. But anything calculation, I got a pass in all of them. If I won, I got F9. SS2. So in SS3, I had to struggle, struggle. When I was in UI, probably my department did not do any kind of calculation. Sometimes one hour, two hours to the exam, I will just read and pour everything down. It's very easy for me to remember if it is notes. So I was reading economics. And I saw this boy working for the maths. And I said, what do you people? I said, what is the problem? This is second page and you are here to get the answer. And you know, he just told me that. He said, I wonder where you are reading letters. How you guys retain? He said for math, it's straightforward. He said you start, the equation continues. And then there remains two here. You add the two to this. Even what he was saying did not make sense to me. <laughs> and he was, this guy actually, Jerry actually, this guy I'm talking about, he was actually, he actually took in jam, he filled medicine. Because he was the best in my second school and he was the head boy. Teachers were telling him, as, as the best, he must do medicine. Then his mother spoke to him. He went back to jam office to collect change of course form and change to engineering. Because they told him that, see, when it comes to biology, you will, you say medicine is more biology. So you will do less of calculation, you will suffer. So he went to change. His CGP out of seven was 6.99 something. That means all the courses he did from under level to he finished school, he got above 70, above 80 in all of them. Some courses got 99, 99.9 in UI. And that's why it's easy to come back in UI. Because it was given to him in his arena, calculation. So there are some of you like that. How many of you got A1 in further maths? Can I see your hand? A no, further maths. Lenly maths. Pastor Bele did. Uh, did you do further maths? What did you get in further maths? <laughs> see, <laughs> you got A1 in maths. See, for some people, <laughs> The first time I wrote SS, yeah, I got peace out with that. <laughs> you know, for some people, and Pastor Bakari said the same thing happened to him. He had to have, have a deal with one of his teachers. The teacher just did not know English. For him, English was his arena. But he just had problem with maths. And when you are in your comfort zone, your talent, you wonder why others, honestly speaking, going up as an athletic person, I used to wonder why a young man would not be able to run. It just didn't make sense to me. In primary school, I was one of the fastest, if not the fastest. In secondary school, the same thing. Secondary school, because I was the president of the fellowship, I did not have time to do. But each time, the last time I played football was when I was serving as a cop. I played for my plateau and I scored the only goal. Up till now, when I, I carry my sons, but if you give me a football and I can raise 200 without the ball touching the ground. Even though I might not do it for two years, I said it like Shaya can tell. In the office, I show them at times. I have a ball under my locker in the office. Now, I do some mysterious things. So, Shaya knows. Oyeka knows. I have a ball in the office. So, at times, when there's no guests and there's nothing to do, I'll just start racing. I can go as far as 500 without the ball touching the ground. I, I don't need to do efforts. But see, even when it comes to sports, 
Some is more physical energy, some is both mental and physical. Some people are good when it's about mental calculation. Most people can play, most people who are very good in mathematics usually know how to play chess very well, also. I get what I'm saying. So there are abilities. So there are abilities and different abilities. You start noticing this in children. I am so surprised. I have a girl and a boy. One is very picky. One, anything goes. And I look at the two of them. They are both my children. One likes sweet things. One hates anything that is sweet. My daughter cannot watch anything where they pull a gun. She's going to run upstairs. My son enjoys it. He's calling out that they are just shooting. <laughs> Honestly, one day I sat down and I said that, ooh, ooh, ooh. Who put this thing in them at this young age? Why would this one say, even when it's a fast song with every beat in the car, David likes it. Christabel likes a song that flows quietly. You will know this thing came from God. Your ability. Let's move to the next one. This is very important. Your personality. Hallelujah. There is a way, there is a reason why you have the kind of temperament that you have. Others react violently to things, but somehow you are calm. Even if you are going to talk, you talk calmly. Or you are very aggressive. All energies must be rightly channeled. Your personality. Some people are, um, they work better when they are alone. Some people, if you want a task to be successful under them, you must create a team. Some prefer to do things alone. Some like to be in a, a team. Some people love to be told what to do. Some people like to do things by themselves. Some people, they are better when it comes to starting something, but they don't manage it well. Some do well in managing things, but they cannot start it. If you start something and you hand it over to them, it will do so well. But if you tell them to start, they are in trouble. There is a reason why you are like that. Have you noticed that some people love varieties? Why some love routine? We begin to have problem, like a square peg in a round hole. When you are doing what does not fit your personality. There are those who enjoy going to the office and doing the same thing every day. Why there are some people, once they do the same thing for 30 days, they are tired. Some of you love nature. Some are better in their houses. Some people ought to be in a natural environment. If they ask you to pray, and you are praying by a seal, and then there are grasses, you flow better. See, you must begin to build things around you that will make your best come out. It is true. So, of course, the, because of the level of poverty in Africa, you might get to a point in your life for the best of your creativity to come out. You need to live in a kind of house that resonates with your personality. Some people, when the house is too big, they don't like it. Some people like a very big house. You are going to see these things. We judge people when their personalities are different from ours. 
So I don't like him. He likes too many big cars. Me, I just like a small. That's, that's just the way it is. Sometimes some of these things don't have anything to do with the Bible. But churches criticize each other because they tell the personality of the preacher at times will call on the church or the message. And then we say that is what God is saying. So one is extremely quiet. If he's extremely good, that's why the four people that wrote the major part of the New Testament, all of them now have the same temperament. Have you noticed? Paul was a cockroach, no doubt about it. Peter was a sanguine. God made it so to let you know that there's no one way to the top. There are many ways. And that God works through different personalities. So if you are the type that when you are in a place, you will make friends easily. And then you are always around everybody. And somebody that is quietly saying, I say, oh, oh, man, beg you. If we don't have the likes of you, some friendships will never form. Are you getting what I'm saying? Did you get that? Are you, on, are, are you following me? And let me take the last one. Say, we expatiate on this. I just want to do the introduction today. Your experience, which might be your educational background. Now, that one, there is an aspect of it you can work on, which has to do with your qualifications and the rest. But there's an aspect that you cannot work on. Part of it is also your negative experiences. Some of the pains you have experienced in life, what you have seen in life. There is a reason why you are taking the journey that you have taken in life. You know, some Christians actually don't know. Listen to me very well. I was talking to one of our dear ladies one time, one of the leaders in the church, a lady, and I said to her that you have a lot of friends. People who have given up on churches, somehow they like you. I said, don't you know? There's an indication that they, you are responsible for their lives. There are some people, only you can talk to them. Yes. So there is a, there is a reason why God has taken you through the paths that is taking you through. There's a reason. If all of us here should start standing on one by one, I'm sharing our personal experiences that they are not the same. So we have been through some very, very, and you know what? For instance, now, you cannot preach TDJ's message and have his result without having his experiences. He is in the midst of black Americans, where he is in Dallas. People with the same, his message is for blacks in America. Once he begins to say what you are going through, there is a way TJ talks. I remember on two occasions, Oprah wanted to cry, even though she doesn't like Jesus. By the time you, you, you can't be a black person and not connect with that man's message. Yeah. Bishop, uh, uh, that comes from Abek, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kate, Kate Butler said the day TJs came to their church, people parked in neighbor's compounds. The neighbors were calling police. Police were saying, come and tow it. I said, tow it. When the service is over, we go and look for it. He said, they, are, they have never seen that kind of crowd in their church before. I was told, I was, one time I was in St. Fortis Church, and I was told when he just came to that church, they was telling people lined up to the road to enter the hall. Three hours before the program started. It's as if all the blacks in North Carolina gathered that day. He has a message. But go and read the man's story. Yeah. Experiences. Sometimes we waste the experiences. Our people, have they shown you pepper? There is a reason. There are people that only you can help when they are in trouble. Because the Bible said that blessed be the God of our Lord, Father of comfort, who comforts us in all our tribulation so that we can comfort those who are troubled also. There is a reason. 
Hallelujah. Sometimes, this message will drive some of you. Sometimes you live to lift up your hands and thank God for the challenges that you have. There is a reason. If you are very, very educated here, somehow you discover that with ease, things seem to open up for you. It is always very easy for you to finish one master course and go for another one. It's not always that easy for other people, but somehow it works very well for you. There is a reason. Now, you need to begin to connect this to a spiritual gift. In the house of God, there is a reason why God has made you to go through all those things. Every Christian has a mission. Being a Christian in ministry does not mean that you are part of the leaders in God's house or you are part of the ushers. Thank God for all those things. But there are ministries that the Lord will commit to your hands. Every Christian has to be up and doing. So over the time we made the, this mistake, sometimes a church can make a mistake. And this is how conflict will come at times. You can take the best brains in the church, the most brilliant people, the most solid people, and ask them to join the committee or join something and then fight to come. Sometimes those people are more, the way they are shaped by God, they will do more outside. Reaching out to people, it's true. So based on what I've said now, find your shape. What is your shape? We'll talk about spiritual gift later, because that can be. So I've talked about other things. What's your passion? Your heart. What are your abilities? What are the abilities that you have? If you think deeply, you start discovering. Many of us have read the course in school. Now, it has nothing to do with your ability or whatever. But somehow you manage to feel fantastic. The good thing is that it will go and add up to your experience. It's true. You live with a very troubled roommate. So when you were in school, you were among the people handling issues with courtes and a lot of people. You help a lot of people. Don't waste it. There is a reason for it. There is a reason. Did you hear what I've just said now? Hallelujah. There's an assignment. So that's what I want to share with you today. So when we say spiritual gifts, everybody here, you have one. You might not be a prophet. But what I've also decided, I still follow what I've just shared with you now. Some of the ones listed in Ephesians, in 1 Corinthians, will manifest also. Because along the line of your duty, if there's need for a supply of one to help further, it will come out. But start with these ones. There are people here, you have experienced what the rest of us have never experienced before. You know what the rest of us don't know. There are things of sin. There are things, God made it so. He made it so. So remember, let's close with that psalm. And we close. Let's read it again. Where we started from Psalm 139, verse 15. My substance was not hid from thee. When I was made a secret, when you were growing in your mother's womb, and curiously wrought in the lowest part of the earth, thy eyes didn't see my substance. God saw everything. Yet be not perfect. So you were growing up. Those things were there. God saw it. Those abilities, the passion, they were there when you were growing up. And the Bible said that they were written in his book. He wrote them down. She is to do this. Is to do this. Begin to fulfill what is written in the book about you. All I've shared with you today, we just give you a clue on what is in your own book. Remember, the Bible said on the judgment day, books were written 
uh, the book of life was open. The Bible said that books were open also. Everybody has a book in heaven. Everybody has a book in heaven. When I see some of our friends, especially the, the popular one, who says things about church, my heart goes to people, and that's why I talk about it a lot. When his book is open in heaven and he discovers, it could have helped, but it went out against. And that's the case with many people. Uh, one of my one of my one of my seniors in school, I was telling some people who has been doing the same thing lately on Facebook. And my brother had to call. I told my brother, I said, I'm angry, I'm angry, I'm angry. And it's the only platform I have Facebook, I'm gonna be attacking everybody. His sister, blood sister, his elder sister, she's a pastor. And there was an issue between himself and his sister. Both man, this should be almost 70 years old or 60. He is in his uh, late 40s or so, or mid 40s. And because of that, oh, come on, see. So he goes to look for messages that we attack and everything, he puts it up. And he's having followers, but they don't know. When my brother called him, he told my brother this story. So, because of an offense with somebody, you were in the church and your sister was a pastor and she did something that pained you and you made up your mind. Everybody that is. So, <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, my brother said, say, send me your number. So they were talking of, I'm, I'm angry, I'm angry. And the people that is selling those pollutions to don't know where it's coming from. Offense. I told my brother, I said, me, I won't talk to him. I'll just pray for him. But I pray in my heart that people like him, whatever role the Lord wants them to play, they will understand. Don't be a king in God's hand. Cain is only useful when God is angry. When it is over, it will be thrown away. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get what I've just shared today? Hallelujah. Honestly speaking, this is not limited to each other. The body of Christ will be tremendously blessed. There are many of you here under the sound of my voice. I'm close with you. You are not a worker. And I'm not even asking you to. I'm just asking that. Follow what I've said. Can you just rise up and do whatever God wants you to do? What is it that you have ability and you have personality? There are those who observe. And there are some people here, you can interpret what the rest of us don't even understand. When you sit in the meeting, people are talking, pam, 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 you can pick up the whole problem. It's a gift. You can go and wonder why people just did not get the heart of the matter. But for you, anywhere you are, people are talking, you can almost add two plus two and be like, See, this is the problem. It's an ability. It's grace. When so many people in the church are all using their talents, wonderful. Is somebody blessed this morning? Look at your neighbor. Let me tell your neighbor. Say, did you hear what pastor said today? Can you ask your neighbor? Do an interview for your neighbor for just one minute. Ask your neighbor. What is your shape like? <laughs> Ask the question, please. Mention each one. Say, what, what's your heart? What, what are you passionate about? What are your abilities? What are your experiences? What's your personality like? Please ask your neighbor. Let your neighbor tell you something. Okay, ask your neighbor. Say, what have you noticed about yourself in this area? Your personality? <laughs> oh Lord, we give you praise. We worship you. 
Oh, we bless you. Lift up hands and just thank Jesus this morning. Just give him praise. Worship him. Magnify his name. Just bless his name. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We give you praise. We thank you for your word. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, shout, greater is he that is in me than the one that is in the world. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. And from today, I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.